Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling. And first up, following my tales last week of the generosity of strangers... Thank you so much for getting in touch with your stories. Barry told me about an American couple that he met on holiday who got chatting with him and his wife in a restaurant. They happened to mention that they were away for a significant wedding anniversary. And when it came to paying the bill later, you've guessed it, the American couple had covered the lot. Stephen from Ashton Underline had the same experience in Amarillo in Texas. A friendly chat with the locals results in their entire evening's food and drinks paid for. It's just wonderful. Andrew left me a message on the Desert Diaries Facebook page. Just head to facebook.com slash see you in the desert. And he told me this story. We experienced the US generosity in Albuquerque. Four of us stood at a bus stop. Charles and Catherine stopped in their Land Rover and told us there weren't any more buses today and asked where we were headed. They then proceeded to drive us out to the road outside Albuquerque so we could see the neon signs on Route 66. They then took us to a bar with great craft beers, all after asking their babysitter if they could stay an extra hour with the children. You see, it's just lovely. Thank you so much for letting me know. Do come and share your stories too, either on Facebook or do head over to Twitter. At Walker Sam is where you can find me. Ta. This week has been all about generosity, actually, as a few days ago saw the annual Giving Tuesday. Now, this is another tradition I knew nothing about until moving here. Following the excesses of Black Friday, that day after Thanksgiving with loads of bargains, which officially marks the start of the Christmas shopping season here, where actually loads of people cover off their entire Christmas shopping in one foul swoop. I am sadly not that organised. Never will be. Giving Tuesday then falls on the first Tuesday after Thanksgiving. So that's after Cyber Monday, the online version of Black Friday. And it's all about, well, giving. Officially called a global generosity movement, unleashing the power of people and organisations to transform their communities and the world. Giving Tuesday was actually launched in New York City in 2012 by a man called Henry Timms out of a community centre on 92nd Street. Now, millions and millions of families donate to charities, local charities, national charities, their local schools, the lot, every single year. In 2013, the year after Giving Tuesday launched, but actually the first time the money was actually registered, donations totaled $28 million. Now, seven years on, in 2020, last year, $2.47 billion in the USA alone was given. Amazing, eh? Now, the organisations say their raison d'etre is to promote, get this, radical generosity. I love that idea. Now, of course, that means different things for different people. Not everyone's going to be able to afford to buy strangers drinks or meals or even donate a few pounds or dollars to charity. Not everyone's that lucky to have the cash to do that. But I reckon we can all find ways to be a bit more generous. I'm sure we can. I'm definitely going to try and be a bit better. I had an interesting conversation this week where I found myself trying to explain something quintessentially British to a local Arizonan and then realising just how bonkers the whole thing sounded. 
It started with my mother-in-law messaging me to say, look, I'm not going to attempt to post any gifts this year for the children for Christmas, but I'm going to send you some money so you can all go to a panto. (laughs) Now, I realised pretty much immediately, pantomimes aren't something that's part of the Arizonan Christmas calendar. I did see an annual auction of cowboy memorabilia is coming to town in a week or so, genuinely, but pantos, not so much. We're going to go on a family day out, though, to a Christmas light show at Phoenix Zoo. Zoo lights are a big tradition in the valley, but regaling this story to a friend this week, they looked at me blankly and said, what's a panto? Pantomime, I said. A what am I? Oh, I said, right. So it's a play that kind of comes around at Christmas. It's based usually on a famous fairy tale like Snow White or Cinderella or a folk tale like Dick Whittington. And the main male part is played by a woman. So if it's Peter Pan, it's going to be a girl playing that part. And the older woman's role is always played by a man who's called the dame, the pantomime dame. (laughs) The dame, usually quite rude jokes, but the kids don't understand them. It goes over their heads. And there's loads of songs. There's always loads of shouting. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, no, there isn't. And you have to shout out, he's behind you, whenever the villain comes on stage. But the hero's never going to see the villains there. And it all works out in the end. And they throw loads of sweets at the crowd. And then you go home and you're happy. (laughs) You can imagine the face of my friendly local, a kind of mixture of utter confusion and disbelief. And you and you go to these every year? <laughs> and then it occurred to me, pantos are utterly bonkers. Who came up with this idea? What were they thinking? These things that we grow up with, that we completely accept as a normal part of Christmas. Oh, yes, we do. And yet... to someone not from our neck of the woods utterly confused and you thought auctions of cowboy memorabilia was odd oh no 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 I can't quite believe we're only three weeks from Christmas still unsure whether we'll get to see my dad but honestly it's not looking good he needs to get well that's the most important thing but as I speak to you my very very close friend and BBC Radio Manchester alumni Emma Goswell is somewhere over the Atlantic in just five days we're going to meet in New York City can it really be happening I mean, if you could see the smile on my face ah we last saw each other in April 2019 <sighs> To say it's been too long is a massive understatement. And then, I almost dare not say it even more, Omicron permitting, I've got boosted last week, the family are boosted, even the 10-year-old's had her jabs now. Two more friends from Manchester, including my bestest friend, Christina, from Sale, are heading out to New York a couple of days later. I tell you, until we are sitting, clutching each other, In Greenwich Village, drinking red wine, I really won't quite believe it. So cross your fingers and toes, please. And this time, next week, we'll speak and I'll see you in the Big Apple. (laughs) 